Hi, my name is James Wenefei, your host with the most. Welcome to the 516 Podcast, where we discuss topics and ideas in youth ministry uh, through our thoughts and experiences in our everyday lives. Today, we have Falmar Yodao. Woo! Woo! Finally. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, um, so why don't you tell us more about yourself, what oh, you okay. do, and uh, who, are you, who you are in our youth? Well, I am Falmar Yodao. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Um, for me, I... well. I grew up in Maui and I moved here in the island of Oahu like way back when in 2005 after I graduated high school. Oh my god, I'm dating myself already. Um, but um, for the youth here, I am the Radiate uh, Youth Treasurer and pretty much just the assistant for everybody. I previously used to, I've been, I guess, I think I've been the like officers for like eight years now wow (laughs) yeah when um what you call that i think when see i forgot who i think when merla started or yeah merla started i remember that as um being the youth president at that time but it goes way back when so yeah it's been that long eh? jeez we'll see how (laughs) and i'm like the long-standing one well like one of the long-standing people that become like officer for like how many years but all good all good kind of a thing so wow you've been in ministry for like a while now so yeah um, why don't you talk about when you first were saved and well see i don't remember what year it was but i remember um it was at camp what camp is the one above makakilo no i don't know makulea no no makakilo above um kapolei that one like way up in the mountains. I'm sorry. It's no, Camp Urban. It's Camp, That's no, North Camp. Shore. <laughs> See now it's gonna be. I have to Google it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, take your time. Um, it's that camp. Well, what, while you look it up, oh, why don't you tell us like the story about where you were, like who you were back then, and what was going through? What? Well, yeah. I mean, back then it wasn't. I wasn't like a bad boy or anything. Um, well, I am a middle child, and I guess people have that like middle child syndrome. But I think I w- I came out okay. I have an older brother, a younger sister. Um, yeah, usually they say the middle child are like the rebellious ones and stuff. But I think I turned out okay <laughs> growing up. Um, I know, and I and not to like bash my family or whatever, but I know that my mom kind of favored my brother. And then my dad kind of favored my sister and I'm just like in the middle and like, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but um, I think that thing, uh, the one thing I like to say is like, there was things that I got away with. Nothing bad, but like, it's because of the fact that you don't really get the attention that you needed during that time is that, I mean, I guess for them, they gave me that. Uh, it felt like they trusted me in a way where I could just do whatever. I, I mean, I've made choices where, I was, you know, smart enough to do what I can and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I guess I want to say it came out okay before. And well, um, well growing up to, oh, sorry, I just wanted to add that growing up too, it was just because even growing up in Maui and then transitioning, um, moving here to Oahu, we kind of just had that foundation already because we already um, were part of the, like the assembly with um, um, international Filipinos of the stuff. Oh, firstborn and stuff like that. So, growing up as um, 
growing up as a teenager and as an adult and stuff like that we were i was pretty we were pretty much in like like church events and stuff like that mm. so so you, you were always in the the church environment then pretty much yeah because yeah, my parents were like my dad's like a deacon i think he's still a deacon mm. my mom's a treasurer and stuff with um Kononyo pentecostal church and stuff so i could relate yeah <laughs> i've been in church like since i was born yeah so. but um did you find that place oh no <laughs> um it was i don't know I, i've only been to like a couple like erdman mokulea um halikoa they call it camp palahea no probably pa i guess but before that it was something else but whatever mm. that that camp over there i it was way back when um i think it was when i was still um i think i like was when i like officially moved here in a way well how old were you when you moved i 2005 so i want to say like 18 18, 19 that's a big move for 18 that's been yeah 20 has it been 20 years now yeah 2019 yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah wow that's a big move for 18 though like what was your it was no so okay with that The reason why, because Maui was so slow and <laughs> like it's the, I think what attracted me more. Well, see, after high school, I wanted to go um, continue studying like arts and stuff like right. that. So I wanted to um, see where I could put myself, say like Cal Arts or um, one of the one of the major uh, university for creative design in San Francisco. But because of financial reasons back then, um, I wasn't able to um, go there. But so the next best thing was over here in Oahu. And I think there was that one. um, There's one time where we visited here over the summer and um, we were with my mom's side of the family. We went to this um, buffet restaurant restaurant. Back in the days when it was called Torais, I don't oh. remember. I don't know if you remember. To- have you heard of that? Was Torais? way back when. Yeah, <laughs> Torais, where it was like the like like most one of the most popular all you can eat seafood buffets and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, yeah, after uh, we went there, and I thought we were going home after dinner, but I guess we took like a scenic route, and um, our our my mom's side of the family, our cousins and stuff, brought us to Tantless, and that was the wow. first time. Um, I, w- I saw something where it was like city life or skyline kind of thing. And I was like, I got to move here. Mm. And I think that's the one, one of the one major reasons why I, I came, I came to, I, I decided to move to Oahu because I just wanted to see how things are, especially with just the fast pace now. Yeah. Yeah. And cause Maui's so slow and just really chill. I wanted to, just, I, I guess, apply myself to see where I could go. Mm. So I, I recently went to Kauai for the uh, worship yeah. practice. And like while I was there, I was just like, man, is this all they do? <laughs> <Go> <laughs> yeah, well, like just talk story. I mean, I get it, like socialize and whatnot. But like there's like nothing to do besides like ex- like exercise, hiking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Besides that, like there's nothing going on, you know? Yeah, no, you kind of have to like really fill yourself in a kind of like a schedule i mean you yeah. have to do that here everywhere or whatever but like with with co- like with just like the neighbor islands like that are really like low-key and yeah. chill you kind of have to like 
really really motivate yourself to do this, <laughs> figure do out to do yeah. yeah like if you have to work then you gotta work and if yeah. you have nothing you can just either go beach like spend time with family i mean it, it's like in my opinion like i think if i were to retire like i would probably go to Kauai or maui yeah yeah that, those are like retirement places to go to they just to relax yeah. and stuff like that but to grow or like to like make a family maybe yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> busy life I, that's what i need because i need because i feel like um like i need to um do stuff all the time just mm-hmm. to like you know be busy yeah but like when there's nothing to do like i feel very like unproductive and very right. not good about myself yeah 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 like you wasted your time i know um but anyway uh today's podcast topic is about creative ministry and i yes. say creative ministry because felmar here he does all of the graphics for the church he does all of the graphics at his the work <laughs> um, he does freelance um he's been doing graphics since forever pretty much yeah he did um a couple projects that he left but um we are here to talk about creative ministry because i want to ask you what does it mean to you what does creative ministry what's the definition in your words for creative yeah um see how i like to define it is just pretty much what you think in your head or Mm. like whatever go whatever is going on your mind in regards to arts or like graphics is just pretty much that's that's the creative part of it or trying to be innovative in mm. certain situations or trying to you know do like the next step in regards to like arts or media creativeness is pretty much creating something that you've never really seen before mm. or heard of before and and then you know twist it and just kind of make it your own that's the I think that's the creative part of it is because you could call it your own mm. and how and how it's funny it's because like you know i kind of relate it to like you know god when he created like the seven i mean when he created everything from the beginning and that's pretty much like yeah. his creation so it's like um i'd like to say that it's like a silver lining in a way where like you know i find my creativity my creativeness from god or inspired by god or whatever i surround myself with and then just make it my own creation mm. in that type of way. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, I'm gonna go off the script. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so when you when you said it like it's from God or whatever, um, so do you feel like there there's a there's like a difference between um, not a difference, but like calling it your own versus like calling it God's work. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you make a poster for a church. Like, do you take credit for that? Or do you, like... I'd like to say mm. I, it kind of falls in that way. Mm. In that, Like, yeah, I'll take credit for it. But I always... when See, the, the most humbling part that I always like to, like, tell people whenever they say, Oh, my God, you, you, you made it so nice. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, it's so creative. And I was like, oh, thank you. But, like, you know, to God be the glory mm. kind of a thing. That's always how I've always wanted to say it is because you know even though i've created it myself or i've created i've designed it myself i'd like to give it back to the lord in Mm. regards to because he's because i feel like it's just something that he's blessed me with in regards to talent and just inspiration and um sometimes like just like a little 
I guess, um, food for thought for like for me, even when I start creating something or start sketching something or start creating something on my computer or drawing something, I kind of like do like a little prayer in my mind or like say it out loud, like, you know, God, like show me what, what I, what I can do with these hands or like Mm. with my mind and stuff like that. That way you can, you know, I, I always want to try to give it back to him because, you know, yeah. Pretty that's pretty, that's, yeah. that's a good example and like i feel um that creative ministry hasn't always been in the church mm. for it's only been a thing like recently yeah um so uh, from traditional church what made the church change to re- to have that department of creative ministry i think now through i guess this generation and a couple of generations back we're more of visual people so i in in regards to adding that creativeness you kind of have to and it's not a bad thing but it's just how how things have just evolved in regards to like technology and just certain things around like that that people just see themselves in it's like like you don't really want to see it like if if you say like it for like an announcement Mm. you can only hear it but like if in the background and you like you add add that announcement with like a slideshow or like a projection yeah kind it, of a thing. it could be as simple as a picture yeah mm-hmm. uh, that's that's how the creative part comes into play and even with like audio visual and stuff like that you it, it's just a certain way i guess how people try to you want to connect with people mm. to get the message across mm. i think that's how like through, through, with like the church too it's pretty much how it grew right in that so, certain way um, so stemming from that, like, there's a lot of like controversy between like um, marketing uh-huh. versus like uh, like announcements and stuff like that it, through through media and stuff like yeah. that. Do you feel like we're corrupting the ch- church's minds by like trying to advertise like certain things, or is it like just you know like you said God's work or whatever? Yeah, um, it's a really sticky like line, right? Yeah, it it is because you kind of have to figure out if it's if you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. I think that's the main thing is that you if you're doing it for the right reasons and not where it's like glorification for yourself or something like that, then that's where you kind of have to decipher or you know discern where if it's just a selfish thing or if it's just overall you know God's you know mm, God's, God's way, way yeah. Or, kind of like that so yeah I, I i was just like thinking about that recently because i was just like um because like the whole creative media space is so popular now mm-hmm. like people are like skewing the lines between like doing it for god and doing it for like just because you're good at it or just because yeah. you want the recognition yeah no it, it kind of has to kind of like come from yourself in a way like what is your purpose like why are you doing this mm. And I think that's the stuff like for say for just like in general, like if you're just trying to advertise the church and that's fine. Mm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you're like, you know, I for me, I've done projector for like how many, (laughs) how many years already. And it's just always a humbling experience to do it because it helps, you know, it's just another way of like, you know, glorifying God. Yeah. If that makes sense, even though you're doing projector mm. or doing that little small manini thing, yeah. it's it's still, you know, you have to kind of think of the bigger picture. Because if you didn't have projector, how how else is the congregation gonna like follow the <laughs> with the worship? Yeah, with the worship team and stuff like that. Like, because sometimes yeah. they don't really remember the songs, even though we sing it like almost every week, mm. kind of a thing. 
So it's just, yeah, if you know in your heart, to, like if you're doing it for God and it's not for your selfish reasons, then. And it's it's super that. crazy how simple like the, the, the task can be. Mm-hmm. But like um, as long as you're doing it for God and you're doing it for, like you said, the right intentions, then yeah. like you'll you'll be recognized for that work um, yeah. when you enter the gates of heaven. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, so um, do you think it's easier for our youth to digest um, like announcements? Like fun, like let's say we're announcing fundraisers or events or fellowships. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to say so with like the creative media side. Mm-hmm. It um, like with some because you know how some announcements always change and stuff like that or like the way how you how you design it or the way how you show it it gives um it gives the person or the youth you know a visual yet receptive way to remember like oh yeah we have this coming up like you know it and then also with like it showcases like you know the excitement of like what's about to come Mm because i think with like design that's 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 one thing that you want to showcase is like um, for example, the our the the MC Hawaii camp that's coming yeah, up in yeah. uh, this in the like next two three weeks is that just you know the theme about it you know getting what is the theme again um, um, champion of our hearts champion of our hearts and just visually you know showcasing that was was a challenge but it was yeah. uh, it was something I wanted to create and you know showcase for everyone to get excited for i do have to say though that i like that every year or not even every year like every event like has a theme Uh uh-huh and i like that you try to try to um showcase that theme through your design yeah yeah so like for breakthrough it was like like glass breaking yeah yeah the hand and then what was the one after that um or before that before that was um more more yeah yeah after that was because last year it was more yeah and i was like and it was just like the guy with the yeah yeah it was all nice and then i i could see why you struggle with this year's team because it's like it's something like that we don't really hear that often like mm. it's very unusual like mm-hmm. champion of our hearts but um i feel like you captured it very like perfectly there were so many ideas for that yeah. one because i it even though with um with the verse that was given which was matthew six thirty three, mm. um seek thee first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you and like that that verse and then the 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 main theme, well, champion of our hearts. There was like so many sketches that come into my mind, and that's how it and that's how it starts too. Like yeah. with when I'm just having like meetings with like um, anybody, my mind just tends to become like a creative wheel where it's yeah. like I'm already thinking ideas, and it's 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 kind of like where you have to pick it. it for me, it's like you pick it up based on experience mm. because of just the multiple things that I've done and made and stuff like that. You kind of just have to go through your memory bank <laughs> in a way <laughs> to figure out like, okay, if we did something like this before, can I do it again? Or like, you know, what can we do to like change yeah. it up stuff? So like the, the look of it for this, um, for this year was, was interesting. Cause with the other, I had another one where the champion of our hearts uh, theme where it was actually boxing gloves that okay. was shaped into a heart oh sick <laughs> to make it like you know you're fighting a battle but yeah. not but 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 the verse didn't really it didn't, it didn't reflect. really reflect yeah it didn't really reflect what it was doing so i was like okay that i had to sketch that out i had to like take that out meaning because that's like it was contradicting yeah the image versus the verse and that's something that you kind of it's like organically grown into your mind as a designer that you have to just 
figure it out why because even some people can like who are not designers they can't even figure, like say some stuff like that too mm. like I'm like why is it like so like so so say yeah. if i went with that kind of champion of our hearts boxing gloves kind of thing like why is it champion of our hearts with the boxing glove and the versus like seek the first it doesn't make sense yeah so with the one that that was chosen um with the mc team and stuff like that it obviously made sense in regards to like having the heart organically grown in a way and it shows like the sprout and of the tree growing from the yeah. heart that was, that was but just my um the creative process is like my favorite part about creating anything like uh-huh. whether it's a photo video or yeah. a design or whatever because you have all of these ideas that you want to do like you how you're talking about and um but the the when you're put into a position where you need to meet these uh bullet points or whatever um it forces you to think more creatively yeah and i love that yeah yeah because because you were thinking about like um does it fit da, 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 da. like mm-hmm. you have to change it right and i like exactly. that because like um as a leader like you're you're not supposed to be or you you it's not ideal to to teach every youth the same way mm-hmm. like you have to learn every aspect and mm-hmm. what like what buttons to push and what not to push and mm-hmm. like how do you can change for them and i feel like creative ministry like it falls into that category where um, we're like problem solvers in yeah, a way. yeah 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 because you're always thinking about something new or you're always thinking about like what can what can make this better yeah yeah um so in that sense like do you feel like um in in especially in our youth do you, do you think the creative ministry will grow into a bigger ministry because right now it's only me probably like the worship team and you i'd like to say if there was more people interested or more time in it mm. it would be it would be pretty I'd like to, it, it would probably be cool in, in, to see how it grows. Mm. And I think it depends on who are interested in, in that type of sense to express their creativityness in that way. It would, I, I would see it grow. I want to see it grow. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's because we're such a small church and yeah. stuff like that. If we've had, I think, um, enough resources to start that up, I think it would be it would be awesome. Yeah, um, like I could envision like a whole like group of team just you know coming in together like once a week before church and it's like hey, what's like what are we planning? What to are do? we doing this yeah. week? <laughs> if we could do that, but yeah. So like, what was really cool about last camp was um oh sorry, <clears throat> I we me and um I I believe it was John Lee we had yeah. a photography class for camp. Oh, who was teaching that one? It was me and Charlie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was really funny because then um, I got asked per- um, and that if I wanted to do a class or whatever. Yeah. And then I had um, Johnny, and then he was like, let's do it on photos. It's simple enough and you can do it in an hour. Mm-hmm. And so like seeing people really interested and like wanting to do it, like really. That like, outcome. Yeah, really yeah. pushed me to like want to do it some more. Yeah. And like I I don't know. Like I, I like that it, it, it creates a community within um the church it does, yeah. yeah and uh, and like going back from what i said before it's because i think it's the fact that everyone is so more visual mm. people now because of just how technology has grown everyone yeah. has uh, the access to actually pretty much do stuff well the yeah way. the reason why it's yeah. it's a necessity now is because it's social media yeah so like instagram is for photos and mm-hmm. stories and 
catching up with your friends and Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't use Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I deleted my app on my phone. Like I don't really even have games. I don't even use it. Yeah. Mainly because my phone is like so old. It's like still an iPhone six, and I have like what the yeah thirty four <laughs> gigabytes. Oh I'm wow, like, <laughs> that's but, yeah. But um, it's it's just the the way the age is now. It's just um how everybody is um communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, especially um in like the the big big mega churches now like they're doing announcements every week they're doing um instagram yeah. announcements twitter announcements they're doing all of those things so so that you're still um, visually connected, yeah yeah visually connected and um yeah um what's the next question do you think um like i said about advertising and marketing do you mm-hmm. think it's wrong to do it to our youth I don't see it as a wrong thing. I think it helps with, um, you know, getting the people more informed. And like I mentioned, like depending on how you're using it and what platform you're basing it off on, I don't, I don't find it wrong with the advertising or marketing um, situation because you know you want to keep your church connected. You want to keep your youth informed yeah. in a way. And, and I feel like it's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Than to wait one week to hear like what's going on yeah 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 mm. and then just you know showing it on because we have for like us radiates we have the facebook instagram i think that's it and then we just text text group text and stuff yep. like that yep. so yeah. yeah and i i i really appreciate that you guys do that um because our youth is so small <laughs> uh-huh that it's not even a like a task like it's not a chore just to do it because it's so small. Like you can talk to everybody in the, yeah. in the youth group. Um, and it's funny because half of the youth is like the leaders. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So do you think um, or how do you think the um, creative ministry will change in the future? From like, so like, for example, before the church didn't have any mm. but now it's like all like flyers posters videos what about in the future what do you think is going to change about in um creative ministry how i see it with creative ministry um i feel like there's going to be more they're going to try to see and this is just what i see throughout like a day-to-day kind of thing it's just more interaction like mm. maybe where you do like a startup app kind of yeah. a thing to get more cool. connected I, that's how i see it is that where because everyone pretty much everyone if you know the right people and if you network with the right companies and stuff like that you can pretty much create your own like app mm. that way like you know get connect like yeah like well i mean there's already like planning center planning center has like check-ins they mm. can do they even have like worship centers or whatever it's yeah. called the app where you you can add the songs the chords um, you can also transpose it, whatever. Right, you can send right. it all to your team and also have a schedule on who's playing and who's singing. Yeah. And like, that's just the worship center part. Yeah. Um, Imagine if it was the whole church with like different exactly. departments and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they already have kiosks where you just, you, you, there's not even a greeter anymore where you just press check in and then yeah. you press your whole family or whatever. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's where, yeah, that's how I see where the like, creative ministry goes. I mean, and visual audio visual would always would be changing as well and it's i don't know it's interesting mm-hmm. but if that's the way to connect to your audience then i i understand that isn't it sometimes. crazy that some churches like they, they do live streams now 
for every it is. every Sunday service. It is. So like, I I understand like the convenience convenience of it for but like it's people. Like, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a good and bad with that one. Like just go to church. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're like, oh, I'm lazy. I don't want to go to church today. Can I just watch it? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just tune into their live stream? Which is fine. And I know that sometimes everyone. Ha, like their day-to-day lives is so constrained with like so many stuff to do but if you have the time to go to church physically i would i would suggest to go to well church. i feel like you gotta physically. make time bro <laughs> yeah no it's it's and because it's different from you know behind the screen versus face to face you're right yeah yeah in a way well yeah you don't That's receive the the it. holholy spirit the same way yeah um, it's that's why bit. like um with social media and stuff like that like i feel like i'm on the fence about like oh it's good like people can connect or whatever but at the same time it's like it's giving people an excuse like i don't need to go i'll just see the highlights later mm. you know what i mean true yeah but uh um, so what what projects have you done i uh, we didn't even get oh to my that gosh projects <laughs> yeah like so much <laughs> well okay let's, let's filter it to the church only okay filter it to the church um well, this one, this upcoming one, I'm finalizing some like name tags for okay. the um, obviously the champion of our hearts yeah. camp that's coming up. I'm working with um, the 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 assembly with the program for the convention that's also coming up in Kauai. Um, other than that, that's pretty much. I'm making a packet for us <laughs> in after this. Actually, wow. <laughs> I just want to make sure everyone gets their stuff. That's the part of like visual i guess or creative creativity usually people they just oh this is your stuff yeah i kind of wanted to you know make it more make it more an exciting uh, way and that's why i do it and that's and that's going back to like because you know it helps with the youth getting excited it helps with organization and just making sure everything is okay and stuff um we have i mean it's supposed to be on the download but we have shirts coming up hey (laughs) Um, for the camp and stuff like that, we're, I'm supposed to be expecting that delivery either this weekend. Well, or when are you announcing weekend. that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but okay. but by the time this probably goes out, Is, it's yeah. probably gonna be done anyway. So <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably get, you guys are probably gonna get your shirts by the time anyway. I can't wait to see um, the design. Yeah, um, that's it. And then just like small stuff, like if the church needs a little background art yeah. or stuff like that on the projector. So the projector, that's all you. Like all that. Well, those well, I go uh, to uh, uh, free sources mm. like YouTube or yeah. stuff that does those um, what's it like live action? Oh yeah, yeah. kind of a thing. Loop. I they, they call it. It's called like creative loop. Okay, where it's like a continuous like movement kind of a thing. That's and, super cool. <laughs> yeah, and then just other stuff with um with work and and also the um the podcast itself. Yes. <laughs> that was the recent one. Yeah. Yes. So I was gonna say that like at the end, but Felmar oh, yeah. created my logo. Woohoo! And he did it um volunteeringly. I asked him. He didn't charge me. Of course not. No. <laughs> I can pay you. If you oh, want. For, no, <laughs> nothing. But yeah, he made the logo right um at the beginning. I made I I did the animation, but he made the logo. Um so can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. I gotta, I, I gotta make the last minute changes that we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like he's so talented. Like, um, I remember um hearing him. He got this gig for this big um venue. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, you probably know. 
um, but he was being underpaid, so he just left. And I, it, it really made me mad because afterwards they didn't make a new logo. Yeah. So that just shows like how good his work is. Like it cannot be replaced, you know. Um, as well as the other like projects that that happen, like the the competition you were in, mm. and you got like second or something. And oh I, my god, and everybody was that mad. Was- <laughs> That one was the 102.7 The Bomb um, logo competition. Yeah. Which so, was cool to be recognized and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh, yeah. It's Faya awesome. Dao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, no. But I remember gathering around your phone or something. And then, um, we were looking at the current, um, or not the current, the, the one that they chose. Yeah. And then we all were like, what the, f- yeah. what the heck? <laughs> and then we looked at yours and we're like, why not yours? Well, I mean, we thought, it, I thought it was like an inside thing, or like an inside job. They already had okay. someone. Yeah. But like, it's okay. Wanted, it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> they they lost just, out. I No, I could, but I could use that as my portfolio saying like it was part of that. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but like you've been on like so many projects and so many like, um, chances to be like mm. well for your name to be heard and whatnot yeah um why not go like full-time like freelance well see i'm thinking i'm seeing it how it, i'm seeing how it goes mm. in regards to this stuff um freelance does take up a lot of work it's just like another yeah. like even though it's a well, part-time it's a job right job. now <laughs> yeah even though it's like a part-time job that i'm doing right now as a freelance graphic designer it does consist of like full-time stuff like the reason why i'm still working with the company that i'm working right now as a full-time is because i'm learning a lot because uh, it is a small based company Mm. and i'm just learning a lot in regards to how businesses run and i think that's the thing with my freelance i kind of want to transition that if i decide to do freelance design on my own yeah is to like you know learn a lot from my full-time job and maybe transition it to to that but i'm i'm I'm, yeah mm. i'm i'm considering it we'll see because like even when i get older like i for me i always with the create like creative side of me i thought um i thought it wasn't it was just some you know just you know something that you just, just do, do but it's pretty much it it it's just it's engraved in you mm. like it's 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 pretty much your passion and stuff like that yeah um with that situation, like how it happened, uh, where, I mean, like where it was, see, I, like so way back when, when I was a full-time um, designer itself, I was working with a local um, graphic um, company here. Um, but for some reason, I guess from the transition from, because um, I graduated obviously with communication arts and design right. with that stuff. And um, I pretty much, I guess I didn't have the t- um, time to take a break from it. Right. Because right after, right after the semester, right after the portfolio that was done, I was already picked up from, wow. from that local company. That was quick. And then, yeah, I, had, I was like in a three-month probation and then I started full-time. And I guess throughout that year that I worked for the company, I lost my passion in regards to Because how, it turned into a job. Yeah, in a yeah. way, it turned into a job, which, which, is, which sometimes, depending on the career, it tends to be like that. Mm. And... But just certain things happened around that time where I had to just leave that job and, you know, reflect and the stuff like that. But I always tend to see myself back mm. into design some way. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, uh, 
the well so. i can relate to that because like um recently um i'm sure everybody knows already i dropped out of school or mm. more like i i dropped my classes and um, i'm not planning to go back anytime soon but because i wanted to focus more on this podcast more focus yeah. more on the photos and videos than that i'm gonna make and focus more on the the skills that i want to learn because that's what i'm truly like passionate about like yeah. how you're talking about like it's ingrained in your um, personality yeah. already and it's crazy because um i thought i wanted to do like computer science and it and whatever like i i clearly like it but i it's that's more of a hobby for me than mm. than to have this as a as my passion yeah and um i i get it where like it feels like a job sometimes because <laughs> putting in the work it sucks but getting the the end result is really oh, worth yeah. it yeah you see you see like the people like enjoying it you see the people like admiring your work and like appreciating it yeah being inspired or mm. actually yeah enjoying it and taking it all in yeah and stuff the, like the that, biggest so. takeaway is like motivating other people to do it oh yeah yeah and that's the thing too with creative like you can't really be selfish about it or yeah. like be boastful about it in my in my way or in, my, in how i see it because it's just it's just that just goes to show how um arrogant you are <laughs> yeah and and it's not a bad thing and stuff like that but wouldn't you want to offer that type of like or that type of success or like offer like give that type of success to other people or showcase them like if i can do it you can do it too. exactly like if you if you just put your mind to it and stuff like i'd want to share like i don't mind sharing my skills and my you know yeah. my techniques and to other people exactly and it's not i don't i don't consider them i wouldn't even think of them as a competition or anything everyone is everyone goes through different um roads from themselves and if the yeah. person if what i taught that person um utilizes it and goes better and is like tends to be you know popular than i did then that's fine you know what i mean because you did your part yeah yeah i mean it, it, i i just like to help other people and stuff like that yeah and i think that's the thing with with the with the part of creative ministries that that's 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 the one thing you kind of want to do is that sh you share your talent mm. and that's how that's how you grow pretty much so you hit a point where i wanted to talk uh, talk about a little bit more um the the basic word would be humility mm. so how do you in your work how do you stay um, humble like because like you were talking about like everything is not yeah. a comp competition blah 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 like how do you stay away from that stigma like i want to be better or whatever it's pretty much it's not that i want to be better with other people it's like how can i can make myself better, better yeah. but not also be at the point where i'm like oh yeah i'm better than this <laughs> one with with stuff with other people it is it's not that like yeah. humility it always has to come from god i think that's one thing and that's just one of the char characteristics as well is just being humble with the things that you have mm and you know even showcasing the things that you do and stuff you always kind of want to be humble because it's not how i like i mentioned in the beginning it's not always it's not always from you it's from god in a way exactly that's that's pretty much how to like this to simplify and to, to yeah say that. i really like appreciate people who like understand that like this creative um media field thing or whatever it's for everybody yeah and that if you're trying to make people feel bad because they're not as good as you like well, then why are you doing the thing that you're doing yeah exactly yeah. so like um but that like like a, like i was going into like i like 
the the community feel about it mm. um, like going back to what i was saying so um do you feel because you're the only one in the church that basically does all the design mm-hmm. like do you feel like un- unmotivated sometimes or do you feel uninspired because there's no one to push you or no one to like create with you i it's not that it's not unmotivation i think it's a challenge mm. but it has its good and bad kind of thing because i wouldn't mind helping like you know teaching other people how to do stuff like i think one example with with is josh is that he kind of took over like projection yeah. the projecting <laughs> media side of it which is like which is awesome and he's willing to learn like with those type of people it's it's good um yeah i mean not really i'd like to just you know help out as much as i can even though i'm i guess because i'm such a pushover <laughs> i can't really <laughs> say yes no <laughs> yeah i'm a yes man but depending but, on the situation and depending on the stuff i just have to learn more how well to, depending on how you look at it a yes man can like get more opportunities because yeah. they're saying yes to everything yeah but <laughs> i get why it's so bad because you're saying yes to, to everything. everything yeah <laughs> but if you know how to like time manage yourself sometimes and just be efficient with things then yeah which i still am learning a lot (laughs) (laughs) well i i think or uh, yeah in my perspective i think being a yes man is a is a good thing um Mm. only mostly because like um like the opportunities like i said but because you're putting your name out there even more than yeah yeah because if you reject the opportunities you're not going to get anybody to come to you anymore for your work yeah um, like a big example was um, for me, I I did Jacoby's graduation photos, uh-huh. which came out really beautiful. By yeah, the way, yeah, good job on that one. Oh, thanks. I wasn't here though because I was in Maui. For yeah, my niece's graduation. Oh, it's okay. It, it was almost around the same time. But oh, side note, side tangent. Like I remember <laughs> texting. I was like, "What do you think about this photo? Like, what yeah. should I change?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, anyway. Um, even through that, like I randomly went to their their grad graduation dinner, and one of the aunties was um their daughter's actually graduating next year, and oh. then they're like, "Oh, can you do my daughter's one next year?" There you go. I was just like, Good job. "Yeah." So it opens opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. well, the the biggest like um thing right now is like word of mouth, mm-hmm. and it's always been a thing. But like, if you push that word of mouth thing, then your your name will be passed around even yeah, more. Exactly, um, and and it, even with like how your work ethics is, mm-hmm. that's that's it's pretty good. Like you know, just being able to work with different types of personalities, exactly in the job field or in the creative field, it showcases how much you're able to take everything in, and you know, not you know not take it so not seriously but like you know not take react it in multiple ways yeah 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 so it it, it kind of shows that you're versatile yeah and that you can uh, morph into any situation mm-hmm. um was there a time where you did like a work um a project or whatever and then someone was like oh you did this like can i hire you or whatever um, besides us <laughs> well no there was multiple yeah oh, okay um well outside of church it was like uh, the restaurant for Hyatt Centric. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, it's called the Lanai Restaurant. And it was just through a through my full-time job because um, we help provide um, supplies for that uh, for the restaurant kind of a thing. And the the manager was like, hey, I know that you do this on us uh, as a freelance, uh, so, but I thought of you, like, you know, try considering it. And I'm like, okay. And it That's went from there. Sick. Yeah, and then, like, just one of the examples, like, eat the street mm. kind of a thing. 
the logo for Ona 2.7, the bomb. A lot. There was a lot. Yeah. This past. But that's the best part. Um, is when you communicate and network with people, then you grow like. Oh yeah. Like you, people, people you can fall back you, on. Yeah, yeah, and then people refer you to other stuff. Yeah. Uh, it just, Honestly, that's like every like business thing ever. Like, just is. make friends. Don't get a degree. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, if you know how to network yourself mm. and you know how like you know the, just the basic ways of like business, yeah. you're able to grow organically and understand some certain things that you don't learn from you know school or stuff like yeah that. i think that's the one thing i have like to add is that it's just it depends it, it just depends on how um, motivated you are and how willing you're do, doing like um you're willing to do like the grunt work or the hard mm. work part of it well of a thing. that's a great segue so, yeah <laughs> to do you think people should go to art school or whatever school they want film school whatever or should they just be like YouTube or Funny learn by themselves? Funny thing, how you mentioned that, it's because because the thing is with Photoshop, it was self taught. Oh yeah, me. yeah. Wow. Back in back in high school, actually, it, and it was like Photoshop six and that's oh. when it was like no, but yeah, basic. <laughs> and then how I don't know how I got my hands off that program, but because um, because I didn't like paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always worked with paint or oh. th- there was this other program that you could like do clip arts and stuff like that. But well, Photoshop basic stuff. 6.0, I'd like to say Adobe Photoshop, you guys saved my life in creative <laughs> in creative in the creative field because that one like it blew my mind on what <laughs> you could do at that time and what they're already doing. Yeah, um, and it was just a like basic that. like six. Not, yeah. It's not even CC yet. Like no, yeah, it was basic six where it's just like cut and paste yeah. and fill and like all that stuff. But yeah, well, we'll come going to your question if it if people should go to school or to just start on their own. Like I mentioned, it de- it depends on your motivation. Mm. I think it goes both ways to mention it. Um, with the school situation, if there's um a type of stuff that you're or a type of subject or creatives because with the creative arts department there's so many spectrums in that field mm. whether it's like arts you know graphics right. performance or audios and all that stuff it just it depends on what you want to perfect with like with the school situation if you want to you know evolve yourself or like you don't know, want to get to know understand more of like certain programs or certain techniques and stuff i would i would like to say that could be a route mm. and if you want to do your own thing like how i like i was doing self-taught then i mean because you, with youtube and with all these other tutorials that you see online you're able to pretty much self-taught yourself but if you want to i think refine yourself with mm. other people or like the professors in that way that that's it goes hand in hand i get it yeah in a way that makes sense yeah because um, for me, I was thinking of of, of also going back to school to learn just learn some certain programs or learn certain like subjects in the art field. Um, I kind of want to learn web because I think that's where it goes, and I wish our program um, back in HEC offered that, but it, they didn't at that time because they didn't have enough students to mm. fill in the uh, fill in the classes and stuff. So I think that's one thing with with like in like interactive medias like so what? like adobe xd like all the new stuff now yeah, yeah. i don't even know 
<laughs> Dude, like my my um my Adobe programs are at Adobe CS4. Holy <laughs> it's, wow. yeah, it's that old. But it's still good. You know, oh, it's, it's just still a basic. Useful. Yeah, it's still useful, but it's just It's what you do with it. Yeah, it's what you do with it. And I, and and that's the thing with like I'm like an old school guy, but yeah. st- but in a new kind of world, like new yeah, concept yeah. world. It's, but it's crazy it's just how you utilize it. Yeah, it's crazy because like the the technology these days, like you can do like even more like mm-hmm. than what There's was. Apps too, making your stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So I, I just wish I had the you know. <laughs> so I just found out that Lightroom has uh-huh. an app on the iPhone oh, that really? you can sync your photos with the one on your desktop, like an iCloud kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So all oh, the presets and all that stuff. It has the In full control. Wow. Like you can do curves and stuff. On your phone? Yeah. And I was oh just like, gosh. I was like, when did they add this? But then I realized there's two different types of Lightrooms now. There's Classic, which is on the desktop. And then there's the Lightroom that's the on the cloud. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they're they're starting to get into the cloud realm where like they're oh, doing, yeah. um, uh, what do you call it? Premium Rush or whatever it's called, where you can make videos on the go on your phone. Because mm-hmm. um, all the videos are going to be on the cloud. Yeah. Um, there's cloud with the, the, the thing I just mentioned. Um. But yeah, like even like going into back back to Adobe XD, like um, it's tailored so that it's on the smartphone or the tablet, and you can set like the uh, transitions between the buttons yeah. and stuff like that. Aww. So it's not even just a website anymore; it's like on your phone now. That's, that's and it's crazy. That's a lot of stuff. But um, getting I know the viewers are probably what are they talking about? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's okay. You guys can ask us after. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, we'll explain it. Yeah, um, later on. I think we we went so far off the script. It's fine. But uh, mm-hmm. when was the time you hit a wall, and how have you persevered through it? Whether it was like a creative slump or a you no, know, like creative block or whatever. Yeah. I think actually, when was the time? It was pretty. I'd like to say it was pretty recent, and. The wall was just the fact that I started actually getting busier. Mm. And it wasn't a creative block. It was just more of how am I going to get everything organized or get push things out. I understand. And that's the thing that was my wall. But, you know, I just told myself that in order to persevere, I just have to, had to take just had do to, it. Yeah, do it. So what I did is just say, you know, I did like a timetable kind of a thing on just my sketchbook and saying, you know, what are my priorities in these projects? What do I need to do in regards to um, pushing it out or, you know, sending it um, based on deadline and stuff? Because I was so over my deadlines. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I had to just pretty much try to revamp everything or reorganize everything. A bunch of the um, business videos that I watched, like, um, they they all say the same thing. They're like, you have to make a a block of time for that specific mm-hmm. thing so that you'll do it and like i think like when you write like i think for me like i when i write stuff down i i remember it more yeah so it helps it helps i guess reiterate it in your yeah. mind yeah, yeah. I, that's what i've learned too and one thing too is like using a blue plan mm. pen helps you helps, remember yeah helps you remember i didn't more. know that yeah i guess i don't know there's some type of psychological thing to that I know, like chewing gum makes you retain more memory. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, mm-hmm. but even like writing down, just like I'm, at this time, I'm gonna edit a video, mm-hmm. and then give myself like 
two hours to do it yeah. and then give myself a break or whatever. It's honestly better than like, I'll just do it later yeah. or like, I'll, I'll yeah, think about it. If you just think of it in your head and then you just put it in the back exactly. burner, it, it, it doesn't work that way. You, you have, have to, to kind of make time for it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. in that sense then, um, how is your schedule like? Like it's it's okay mm. i mean my full time is all obviously monday through monday through friday um eight to five um and then with my freelance graphic design i always try to put at least 20 hours a week that's not bad yeah depending on the clients and depending on the projects, the projects itself because it's like like this week is a lot but you know i have to i have to do it because it people need um cer- certain things is that done. why you're um, taking a break yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you saw that? <laughs> yeah. You saw that post? Yeah. So I took a break. I, I, I had to halt my, not halt, but I had to um, decline some, any future projects, mainly because there's just a lot of things going on, especially for this month for some reason. But, you know, um, well, I am coming back hopefully soon. Or <laughs> well, accepting more projects hopefully soon. It's the start of the summer. So like it is. a lot of the summer stuff is coming through now. Yeah. So um, I had to do a lot of stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's, so. it is wedding season if that matters <laughs> yeah no i have weddings oh you do yeah oh I do, wow actually. So yeah so like summer it has a lot more um stuff to do and stuff but i mean summer is great it is <laughs> but it's, it's so, so hot, hot. It's, even today it was hot <laughs> oh my god yesterday was like 87 are you serious yeah yesterday oh was 87 gosh. man but uh yeah what do, what do you think about podcasts like in this day and age? Like because it's trending and then because it came back and like whatever, do you think churches should have it or do you, do you think youth youth Yeah, the youth should have it? It helps. Mm. I think it's just one under another avenue for people to get connected with mm. and um to be interacted with. I think I, I like the idea of podcast. Uh, it's been there though for like it's, a while. Yeah, it's, but it's been not, a thing. Yeah, it's haven't it hasn't really gone mainstream until, until now. To, yeah. yeah, until like this 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 year or stuff like that. Yeah, everywhere so. I go to on YouTube, they're like, "Oh yeah, visit our podcast." I'm like, "Wow, it's like a thing now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like wow, it's cool. Yeah, before it used to be. Um, like as simple as like a YouTube video. Yeah. Back in like what twenty. 20- 10 yeah but because oh, I 2006 think, yeah but because i think like i said with the technology and just so many different avenues yeah it's just it kind of evolved there. yeah evolved to like multiple just multiple places so. some of it is like i like that it grew up but some of it i'm like i hate that like people like other companies bought the the platform like for yeah. example like facebook bought um instagram and now it's like a place to just showcase your portfolio mm-hmm. before it used to be like um what i was doing today or whatever yeah but now it's like this is the work i do and, i know and yeah. it's, comp- it's like a competition sometimes it's kind of yeah whatever but like yeah even like facebook becomes like a business because on facebook you can even do um business stuff yeah you can like pay for advertisements yeah. and then push it to a demographic that you choose that's so crazy and like you can go as cheap as five bucks just to send it out. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's interesting. But uh, but I I I'm glad that churches are implementing like these sort of uh, mainstream social media outlets mm-hmm. because the youth is what they're trying to uh, attract, and that's yeah. they find that the, these are the platforms yeah. that they're listening to or they're looking at. Yeah, because sometimes you, it's and it's not a bad thing to mm. go with the trend, but that's where that's where your audience is yeah in a way and that's where like sometimes like um 
it's a hard it's a hard line to see like this is what we need versus this is what we what have. the people yeah. want yeah exactly yeah yeah what do you what do you think about like um uh, people who are into this field like why should they pursue their dreams in the church because they're not getting paid to do this or if they are like mm. like why <laughs> i think and it's just going back is because who do you want to do it for mm. that's the thing like i've been like like how we talked earlier i've been in in like the youth um office 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 area for more than eight years and wow. it's just it's just not because i'm not asking for recognition and stuff like this because i just love i love the youth i love helping the youth and you know there's nothing there's nothing and there's not anything else rewarding to get like to you know to help the youth and stuff like that like i don't need money to just help the youth money is not an issue yeah, money is not an issue i um, think if if you love the thing that you're doing yeah then, then do it, it shouldn't matter yeah, it shouldn't matter like, <laughs> yeah but uh we're, we're heading close to the ending mark it's about mm. an hour right now pretty fast yeah oh wow um we but, talked a lot though i didn't know it was an hour. i know it's it fast, so fast. Well, that's the, the crazy thing about this. Like, I don't need to edit anything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always ask this to everybody. Um, well, before I ask these, um, be, because everyone else did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Josh talked about how he felt about Val. Uh-huh. Sam, willing, like, I didn't even ask them to talk about Val, but they were talking about Val. Chanel talked about Val. So what do you think about Val? Why? What's going on with Val? <laughs> no, <'cause>, so <laughs> with every podcast, I somehow tie it back to him, like how he he willingly, volunteeringly takes the elder leave. For, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I, that's the thing. And like, he's a, he's like such a good Val. leader and like, he's such a, like, he doesn't complain about his what he does for yeah. the youth and for for the elderly. Um, we I always mention that he, um, that like without questions asked like you ask him to uh-huh. do something for the youth like he he'll do it yeah. yeah um and then they go let me tell you about that <laughs> oh my god and then they like talk about how weird he is and stuff like that so what do you think about like <laughs> Val? About, about Val? <laughs> it's weird because everybody um, did it i have to do it to you too <laughs> um no uh, see the thing back then that Val, the first initial um time i met val he came in with like a f- mohawk hair <laughs> i don't know if you remember that time like, i wasn't there like a surfer dude very dark because he surfed i remember that i remember he was um, super dark but he came with a mohawk hair and i was like oh this guy is interesting and the thing i like about val is that yes he's opinionated but he tells the truth and bluntly he's very blunt he's very blunt but you can you kind of have to have those type of people in your life sometimes in order to see you in check and it's not because the stuff, it's because he sees it in a different perspective. Mm. And I think that's the one thing with Val is that he kind of opens up your mind to a different perspective on what how he sees things. And that's it's true. Like, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's not, it's pretty much in every conversation. Like every time you have a conversation with Val, he gives you not an ultimatum or like a devil's advocate kind of a situation. But he'll, he he'll, he'll be you, like, what about this? Yeah, yeah, he gives you another like perspective in certain situations mm-hmm. and yeah no i val he's such an awesome guy because the way he like he does the elderly thing to help out that's just that's that's pretty much his ministry yeah in he, a way he you know saw the need i was telling um, everybody else this so he saw the need and he just did it yeah that's the the 
the biggest thing about being a leader is seeing yeah. the problem and then solving it. Yeah. And um and not asking for recognition recognition or not asking for this stuff. Exactly. He just do it because he wants to do it. And it's crazy because it also ties in with creative ministry. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't need to put up flyers, put no, up uh, yeah. designs, whatever. But it's a, there's a need um, in the church where they want to be visually pleased and they want to visually see what's yeah. going on. And um, and you're doing that through yeah. your through your work. And um, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so now that <laughs> that part of it is out of the way, <laughs> um, that it's funny because <laughs> i know it's funny because all of them talked to them talked about him willingly that is so funny i didn't even ask them about that oh but um anyway um i always ask this what are you um everybody has do goals i want to do this i want to do that mm-hmm. um I, w- I like to ask what's your who goal like who do you want to be who do you want to become um so my last three questions are like um who were you Mm-hmm. who are you now and what who do you want to become um so like friendly organized or okay. disorganized or whatever so who were I, who was i oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i was a mess <laughs> <laughs> that's no, what i said i think um yeah no back then i was such a mess mainly because i guess at that time i was just trying to accept i was accepting people like i was just I was so social and I'm not saying I'm not social now, but I was so social where I'm just, I was just in the wrong group of friends and stuff. And I always wanted to just not party, but just be involved with so many things. And I kind of got lost in that because it's just, I was, I guess I was collecting friends Mm. and, and I don't know why I was doing it, but I guess I, I felt, I felt wanted that way. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense and um yeah who was i before yeah just a guy just getting through life <laughs> at that time um who am i now i think i'm more uh, i'm learning to be more of an adult even mm. though i'm like 30 something <laughs> um no, 20, I'm, yeah 20. no i'm learning to be more of an adult with certain with the experiences i have on who i was um yeah, pretty much. I, I I guess I'm at that age where it's like I need to figure out what, and I think everyone still is trying to figure it out too. But just what I kind of want to do in life, and um, yeah. And what is the next one? Oh. Who do you, who do I want to become? Yeah, I think as a person, I just want to become that that person that you can go to, mm. and so reliable yeah in a way yeah i mean like you can talk to and i'm 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 more of an open ear and seeing how because i think that's hard now these days where the people that you talk to like who can you trust in regards there's a lot of trust issues confiding in you know your certain situations and stuff like that i think i want to be that type of escape goal not a scapegoat but like that person that you can rely on in regards to you know what happens here is what happens here Mm -hmm. kind of a situation okay oh, well my last question sense. is yeah. um what is your social media outlets and you know shout it out right oh now um, um yeah it's pretty easy my social media outlet is just Insta- <laughs> it's instagram i mean that's my only social media and then facebook but i, don't, I barely go on facebook but instagram check me out 
at um, F Yadao 65. <laughs> yeah, check out his Bye Aloha Yadao. Friday post. He oh, always yeah. posts every Friday. Like, he hasn't missed one Friday. Yeah, and if I do, it's like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the next Aloha Friday kind of thing. But yeah. All right, any words it. for the audience before we end this? Um, Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being patient with us. Hopefully, it gives you an insight on me and the individual people that you've already heard of and stuff like that so i'm excited for this all right Yay. thanks for listening like comment subscribe hit that bell notification um and also i'll see you in the next episode Woo!